Good day, family. Welcome to another episode of Inside the Armor. I'm your co-host, Big Brother Boone, and I'm joined by my partner in crime. What's up? This is Joe. What's up, Joe? I shouldn't have said crime because, you know. <laughs> yeah, well, that's okay, man. I, um, I'm here with you. All right. All right. So, my brother, we we spent some time talking about change, and yes. we know that in everybody's life, just like rain, change must come. Mm-hmm. Some changes are expected. Some changes are unexpected. So we're going to get right into it. Um, let's talk about marriage, changes in marriage. And when you get married, things happen, perhaps that you did not expect. And some things happen that you knew were going to happen. Mm-hmm. The moment you said, I do. <laughs> talk to and me, you- my brother. And, you know, what's, what's interesting is those two words, I do, signs you up for a whole plethora of change. Yes, sir. And and you have to be ready for that. So, you know, even as we were uh, talking uh, pre-show, when we were talking about going from being single to making the, the decision to be married is a change all in, in itself, right? Um, yep. Because now you you are going from doing things your way and only having really to be responsible for yourself and to yourself. And now you're bringing another person into the mix, man. And that right there can be uh, uh, scary, right? It could be uh, a challenge because now you have two, two ways of thinking and you're trying to meld it in to one cohesiveness and that is that can be a difficult change in itself but when you go into it with expectation of knowing that that there is going to be some type of give uh give and take it can make the journey so much easier so much easier i agree and you know you go from flying solo to no low i guess <laughs> Because really, I mean, it's it's a whole different vibe. I mean, we all know that. Yeah. And, well, and we all don't know it. That's some somebody listening to this doesn't know that. No doubt, no doubt. So after you say I do, what do you think would be the most challenging change, if you will, after you've said I do and all of the rice has been thrown and you know, you've done the wobble at the dinner after all the pictures have taken. And- Not the wobble. <laughs> so, you know, um, I, I guess in thinking about it, it, it's going to be different for each individual or each couple is going to be different, I think. But um, I guess the, the biggest change starting out is the fact that now you have to consider someone else and all of your decisions that you make. And that can be, that can be tough, especially if you've been riding solo for, for a while. And that, that right there could be a big challenge. What about you? So let's talk about when, when you first made the decision and you got married, what did you find to be the biggest challenge? Challenge or change? (laughs) Change. That's what we're talking about. We're talking about change, not challenge. (laughs) And we're talking about chains. I mean, change, not chains. 
So, yes. What's what was the biggest change for you? Okay. The I don't know if it was the biggest, but the but the one that that uh that I can recall right off the break was was when uh, my bonus son came up from down south mm-hmm. and uh, came to live with us. Uh, we were staying in a one bedroom condo, and my bonus son was about six two and and still growing, and um, we didn't have a bedroom for him. Wow! So we had to make a move to try to find a crib. Mm-hmm. Certainly, no pun intended. And, and uh, right off the break, that was that was uh, a bit of a challenge because I had no idea that that uh, what was it about eight months, eight or nine months after we were married, mm-hmm. um, I would have to go uh, find more space. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's a big one right there. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean that. You know, usually when you when you um, are preparing for a hurricane, you know, you go get the sandbags, you mm-hmm. start boarding up your properties and all of that. Um, we didn't get the radar. We didn't get the uh, not radar. What do you call it? The, you know, the, the warning, the warning. OK, yeah. there's a there's a siren that goes off and all of that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, maybe right. I'm right. I'm dating myself, but we didn't get that. We got a phone call. And uh, within hours, uh, we had another, uh, I don't want to say guest, but family moved in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we had to make that change. <laughs> that change. That's a big change. So, you know, when when some couples, especially younger couples, when they first get married and then you know, they, they start the planning or maybe not necessarily planning, but the first child introduction to them is, you know, infant. And that's a, that's a little, that's a a different dynamic. So, you know, you're talking about a full grown, (laughs) full grown manly size introduction into the family. So yeah, that was, that was a big change. And yeah, and that in itself, you have to, I'm guessing, because uh, when when uh, when I got married, when when Kim and I got married, the kids were a little older. They were still it was still bonus children, bonus kids coming into the family, but they weren't as old or as grown as as uh, your son, but they were still older than infant so that had its own challenges um so anyway all of that to say that you have to that's you know if you're if you're single and you are are dating someone you have to take into account that if this person you're dating has children then that's a change that's coming but it's a change that you can prepare for prior to so for instance in in your case, even though uh, you weren't expecting the the addition to come into the family, but that was something that you could have prepared for just in case, so that it wouldn't have been that much of a of a surprise. But I understand eight months into the marriage, you weren't expecting it, and 
whammo blammo. <laughs> there you go. So what do you do? You have to adjust. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know if I could have. I mean, preparing for it means as soon as we got married, go look for another crib. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. that there's there's obviously financial ramifications that go along with that. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if I could have prepared for that. Now, granted, when you have when you have a situation like that, um, obviously it's a package deal. Yeah. Whether it's a child, whether it's a, a pet, what have you. Finances. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And and I will give uh my son props in that, you know, he it was an adjustment for him. He had to make changes. Mm-hmm. You know, coming coming from another uh geographic location to up wow. here, it's a whole different vibe. Right. So, you know, thank God he survived that. He was one year away from graduating from high school. Oh wow. Wow. So he had he had to leave all of his friends behind and all of his girlfriends behind and all of that. Yeah, that that was a tough transition. Yeah. And then, and then enter into a new high school. New high school, uh new culture. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he had to make changes as well. I mean, he came kicking and screaming. And like I said, I I thank God that that he made it through and and since he made it through we all made it through yeah yeah so so we have we had a situation where all of us had to make changes wow wow and like i said i i give glory to god that we all we all survived that mm-hmm. was mm-hmm. it easy uh no yeah yeah no, not at all yeah and it's not easy um it's not easy when you when you're raising your biological children. So it's it's definitely uh not easy when you're raising your bonus children. Um and you know, the that part of it 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 takes a it's a it's another dynamic that you have to be prepared for and you have to adjust to. So I guess the bottom line with what we're talking about now, with change comes adjustments. With change, you have to be able to uh, be flexible. You have to be able to be uh, uh, resilient and and bounce back because change could can cripple you, especially unexpected change. Change can cripple you. It could uh, um, affect you emotionally, which in turn will affect you physically or physiologically because emotions create stress and all of those other things that come along with it. And um, stress creates wedges. And so we need to be able to deal with that, uh, I guess, before it happens in some way, shape or form in preparation for any type of change. The Your, your foundation in your faith, I'm sure, helped with that making it through. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. As it can be it can be difficult to do on your own. And um and it definitely, definitely could be difficult to do as we know without him. Right. All, we can do all things with him, and it's hard to do things without him. So let's talk about 
work transitions or work. Let's talk about changes that you can experience that in your job or your career. Have you had, well, I know you have. (laughs) I know both of us have a story on that line. So you want to talk about that a little bit? Sure. Why not? Um, Lay it all on the table, man. All right. So two years ago, uh, December, December 2020, almost three years ago, mm-hmm. I, I found myself unemployed for the first time since college. Wow. What year did you come out of college? I came out in 79. 79. Yeah. So you say from seven, 1979 until two years ago, you were always employed. Yes, sir. Sometimes okay. <laughs> more than one job. Sometimes, yeah. So, so needless to say, when uh, I was unemployed, I had to make some changes. Um, mm. but, but not really drastic changes because God blessed me by allowing me to get paid from my former employer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like I had no income. Um, but of course, my job at that time was to find my next job. Right. So. Uh, oh, wait a minute. Say that again. Just emphasize that again. Your What was your job? <laughs> my job was to find my next job. Oh, man. There's power in those words, but go ahead. Keep talking. All right. So um, thankfully, uh, I was only unemployed for eight months. Mm-hmm. So, you know, God allowed me to have uh, two incomes for for uh, five months. Wow. Wow. Look, you know, um, and I remember very vividly when you were going through that transition. And I, I know that it was I, I can remember the uh, how 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 difficult that that was initially to receive that information you were like whoa you know what what's what what's coming next but you stayed grounded in your faith in your faith and trust that something was going to come through and then you had uh, a couple of guys that were were pouring into you through that process too and praying with you and for you um which goes back to that accountability that we did some time ago on this podcast when we talked about the importance of having that in your life, right? Episode one. Episode one. So yeah, that 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 was a uh, a, a difficult time for you, I remember, and I'm I'm glad that you were able to come through that and s- stay strong in your faith while you went through it. And for me, um. And I'll try to make this short because I think I know we want to go on break here soon. But, you know, I was working on the fire department and got hurt on the job and was back to work for four years. And then they retired me and they Mm. and, you know, I call I say they fired me because because I was at my job and they said we don't need your services anymore. So that to me is even though I uh, have been blessed to have income that was coming in at the time, but 
that was a tough transition because just shortly before that, um, Kim had had been laid off from her job. So uh, we went from two two incomes to half an income. And it was a difficult time. We had one getting ready to go to college, one entering into high school and, and two younger ones. So it was a difficult time. And it was a challenge and a change for all of us. And we had to make adjustments. So I guess we'll go ahead and take a short break. And when we come back, we'll pick back up and we'll talk about what can you do? We talked about some of the changes, but what can you do to prepare for those changes? See you when we get back. Have you put in place the tools and marketing strategies that will drive the revenue and growth outcomes for your business? Are you looking to expand your brand and image nationally and globally? Commercials, podcasting, graphics, and marketing support are just some of the ways we can dress up your business for prime time. We are EliteConversations.com. To learn more about us, check us out at EliteConversations.com, our website, email us at ecpodcastmedia at gmail.com, or call us at 301-900-5703. There are many people that need to know about the wonderful products and services you have to offer. Let Elite Conversations help you to get the word out. Hey, what's up, fellas? If you're looking for healthy, thought-provoking conversations on a variety of topics dealing with life issues, Be a transparent, open dialogue for men who need a dose of honest, engaging, and heartfelt discussions. Tune in to Inside the Armor, airing Mondays at 8 a.m. Hosted by Joe, Russ, and yours truly, Boone. We would love to have you vibe with us as we talk about our trials and our triumphs, our messes and our successes. Join us for Inside the Armor, Mondays at 8 a.m. Iron Sharpening Iron one podcast at a time. All right, we are back. I was born on the anyway. Uh, <laughs> a change gonna come. Change gonna come. Whether you like it or not. That's right. So we talked about changes in our marriage, changes from a a kid's perspective. Mm -hmm. And let's delve a little bit into the changes that occur when you are aging. Mm. Man, who on this podcast is aging, bro? Father time is undefeated, bro. Man, you know, you know, so... That right there, that I think we could talk about that for another hour because of the of the changes that I have experienced over the years and just within the last 10 years has been to me pretty drastic. Um, just from the, the you know the aging process and getting older and and um 
my body changing in ways that I never, ever, ever would have expected, <laughs> you know. But uh, for me, my my teens and twenties, of course, you know, I I felt um, indestructible. My thirties, I felt like um, I probably felt my my strongest in my thirties, and my forties. Uh, I was more disciplined with uh, with taking care of myself as far as you know eating and exercising and doing those things. And then in my fifties, man, I it was a it was a decline because I stopped doing the things that I was doing in my forties. So for me, that 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 change in the aging was. Uh, it was tiered, but it was, um, I should have expected it. And I, 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 I tell, I tell people all the time, especially younger people to just keep moving, keep active, keep moving, do something, find something and just find something that you like and just do that thing. Even if it's, uh, uh, riding bikes, swimming, playing tennis, whatever it is, because it helps with the, uh, with the mobility of aging. But I took it down one particular track. There's other, other areas of that we can talk about. What about you? I think, I think one of the things about aging relative to changes is the fact that um, we tend to want to do things, uh, better and we want to do more of those things and we want to do those things uh, punctually because as you age is like, you know, I might not have much time left. So, hmm. I mean, things that in your, in your thirties, forties, you may put on the back burner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When you get our age, um, everything's on the front burner. <laughs> and that's ah. not, that's not to say, that's not to say that, you know, uh, you're looking over your shoulder at death. But, you know, when we were younger, we thought we could have all the time in the world. Yeah, yeah. You know, and 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 now, like I said earlier, Father Time is undefeated. Yeah. Even even if we live to be 100 years old, um, we've got, we, we've lived more in the past than we have to go. Hmm. Stop it. I'm about to hang up on you right now. Because you know, I once I, I once heard that on average we have about seventy-five summers, seventy-five springs, seventy-five winters, and seventy-five falls. And when you put that into perspective, um, I've cleared almost seventy-five percent of that. <laughs> And now, now I have a lot less summers and a lot less springs and a lot less falls uh, to look forward to. So, uh, you know, you have to make the best of the time that you have. Uh, and I wish that if I if there was any advice that I would give to someone younger is that take advantage of the of the the youth that you have at whatever age you are right now. It doesn't matter. But take advantage of the youth that you have right now and um, 
find a way to do some of those things that you you uh, you want to do. You know, there was a we we came up in an, in an era where we worked to we worked to for retirement, and we would take vacations if we had the time to do it. Um, and I'm maybe speaking for myself, but vacations weren't a big a big uh, focus of mine as I was coming up through through my years, right? I'd never really focused on taking vacations and focused on traveling to this place or that place. And so now that I'm where I am now, at the age that I am now, I look back and I say, man, I wish I had taken advantage of that when I was much younger. You know, I was always worried about how am I going to afford it or, you know, having, I was at my, in my younger ages, I was work, raising my kid uh, pretty much um, on my own and then got married and you get, you have responsibilities, but looking back, um, that's what I probably would, 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 I would change for the change that came along with the aging. And I'm, yeah, you I'm, wanna, I'm talking a lot, man. You want to have as short of a bucket list as you possibly can. How about that? Yeah. Yeah. So what would you recommend to somebody who uh, is, is fearful of change? Someone who doesn't know how to handle change. Mm. Someone who not only does not know how to handle change, but but um, is not savvy enough to to manipulate his life situations. I'll give you an example. Mm -hmm. um, let's say a person who let's say there's a a life changing event, right? And this individual doesn't know how to cope. I'll just leave it like that. Does mm -hmm. not know how to cope. What advice would you give them? Um, so I guess first and foremost, I would try to get them to understand that that um, change is inevitable. You know, every every moment of every day we're changing. And for something that a life changing life changing event, if it's if it's causing you to be stifled from moving forward, then my advice would be seek some help to help you navigate that. You know, seek some right. seek some counsel to somebody that you can talk to. And if if you don't, you know, have if you're like a lot of people that don't want to go to a uh, professional counselor. You know, seek out uh, a mentor, or go if you're in, if you're uh, connected with the church. Seek out somebody that you can talk to that can help you navigate through whatever challenge you have or whatever change that you're experiencing. And if even if not that, there's lots of groups out here. You know, you can connect with somebody who's gone through something similar. Uh, a quick Google search nowadays, you can type up something to say, hey, you know, groups that deal with this. And uh, uh, I think that would be a great start. Well, let me take it back. Prayer first. Amen. 
prayer first and then uh, ask God or ask for direction to find that right connection for you to help you navigate through it. So that's that's what I would say. Um, yeah. And how, how about you? Because I'm sure that you have uh, had people come along the way that have gone through change and probably sought you out to f- ask you how they should handle it. Well, the thing, the thing that uh, helps me out and also that I've shared with other people is, is be mindful of the fact that, that whatever you have gone through or whatever you are currently going through, mm-hmm. it did not catch God by surprise. Mm-hmm. I mean, when I went through my unemployment situation, mm-hmm. you know, it wasn't like, God said, what, Boone, you don't have a job? You know, so, so, I mean, God knew exactly the date, the time that, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I was going to be in front of the HR folks and they would say, hey, you know, your time is up, but, yeah. you know, we'll compensate you on the way out. Right. So those of you that have a relationship with the Lord, like my brother said, seek him, say, you know, God, obviously, this did not catch you by surprise, but I need help here. These mm-hmm. are uncharted waters for me. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And then uh, I, um, I always I share this acronym that I I came up with called AWARE, right? Being aware, and I usually use it for uh, like when I'm talking to safety professionals. But for the A in AWARE means attitude. You got to have the right attitude. Attitude is everything. It's, it, it gives you proper perspective. So you have to somehow conjure up a positive attitude about whatever it is you're going through. And, and if you can do that, then that'll help you think clearer about what your next steps are. But if you go into it negatively and you look at it negatively, it's going to cloud your thinking and it's going to cloud your decisions and, uh, um, that right there is is critical to, in order to move forward through through any adversity. That's my opinion. You also have to uh, prepare. Mm-hmm. You know, r- regardless of what your job situation is, if if uh, if you are a CEO or you're just an, an EO then what you want to do is is make sure that you have you know we used to call it rainy day money but mm-hmm. but you know it could rain every day mm-hmm. you want to make sure that you have something put away you want to make sure that uh, your your paperwork is updated your resume is updated i mean you just never know you know our faith is in god our faith is not in our jobs our faith is not in our homes our faith is not in stuff you got to have a faith in God. Yeah. Yeah. It all starts there. It all starts for us. You know, I'm not, we're not speaking for everybody, but for us, uh, I feel, I feel confidently that I can say that for you and as well for me, but I can honestly say, um, Boone, that when, you know, going back to when I was saying about the, uh, being retired from the job that I was, that I was actually working in, and uh, that un- unexpected change that came with that, I w- didn't have a relationship with God that I have right now. And so when I look back on it, I understand that I had to go through that at that time 
to get to the relationship that I have right now. All right. Because if I had stayed where I was, I would have continued to to operate the way that I was, which was not in a godly manner. And so he had to, uh, he allowed, I won't say he did it, he allowed it to happen so that I would I would be able to grow. I just read a quote recently by um, John Maxwell that said, change is inevitable, but growth is optional. So mm-hmm. we we have the we have the opportunity to grow if we have the right attitude about what we're going through. Amen. Amen. There's no there's no growth in the comfort zone. None. And sometimes and sometimes God allows change to get you out of your comfort zone. Mm, say so. Man, I, right? Pastor was just doing a message doing a message recently where he was saying that that when you're going through these challenges, you think of it like this. Satan asked for you by name so that he could try to sift you as wheat, as the, as the word tells us. He wanted to discourage you from doing whatever you are supposed to be doing, your purpose. So if he asked you by name and God allowed it, then that means God could trust you with it. What episode was that? Can you be trusted? <laughs> God trusts you with it because Amen. he knew that the outcome would give him the glory in the in in the long run. Amen. 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 <laughs> that's that's true. So as we wrap this thing up, we are certainly grateful that the Lord has changed us. Yes, Lord. Yes, sir. We are thankful that uh he has allowed us to be agents of change. And we, our prayer is that this podcast will affect change. And, and somebody who is on the comfort zone couch and, and just needs, needs a push, we just pray that God would speak to your heart and say, you know, these brothers are right in my wheelhouse. They're talking about change and I know I got some habits that need to change. So thank you for uh, checking us out. Tune into the next episode of Inside the Arm. Peace. Peace.